0: Five, four, three, two, one, go. Fast sharp right. Fast sharp right. Sharp right. Sharp right. Listen. Sami, you have to listen to my call, Sami. Please, I beg you. Fast medium right. You have to turn the wheel, Sami. Fast, medium, left. 50 downhill, triple caution, triple caution, stay center, triple caution, stay center. Medium left, medium left, medium left. Listen to it, calls medium left into sharp left. You're not concentrating, Sammy. You're watching Sorry, out and driving not into double caution, jump, double caution, jump. Sammy, Sammy, please, Sammy, Sammy, Pass medium right, listen to the call. Sammy, please the calls sharp left sammy you have to stay on road sammy otherwise yeah. car will break down sammy sammy you will wreck the car we will not finish you have to stay on road sammy please okay, okay, okay. Oh, fuck. sammy sammy what are you doing man Fucking hell. sammy can you please concentrate nah. please please i beg you we are wrecking the car oh. Oh. Sammy, Sammy, you are licking the car.
2: Shut up. Sammy, what are you doing, my friend? Shut up. Hold on. Good morning, sweet world. And welcome to the No Dunks podcast on The Athletic Network. It's Monday, January 29th. No, it's January 9th. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. Uh January 9th, 2023. Man, that cold open. How does it giggling here in the Classic Factory? I'm JE Skeets and alongside me. As always, uh, he is the Samir of this no, group no. when it comes to driving. Tass Mellis. No, that's you,
3: Skeet Skeets. You're wrecking the show.
2: 29th, <laughs> you're wrecking the show. Uh, next to Tassie is the bearded one top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. hey. Oh, And last but not least, making the magic happen. Finding cold opens like that. Super producer, JD.
4: Hello. Shout out to Cole Ram for that one. Uh, I watched it a thousand times <laughs> yesterday. You
2: shared it on your Instagram account to basically wish your wife a happy anniversary. Yeah. You said that was you and Rachel in the car yeah yeah and uh, so she rachel's was... yelling always at you double caution <laughs> well, Medium left
1: it, it goes both ways it could we we are some we
4: switched the roles of samir
1: nice. i think in that nice. so yeah
4: a lot of yelling when we're driving so
3: uh,
2: all right that yeah. was a real clip right it wasn't <laughs> like someone put in the audio after it felt real. i know it felt i know very real amazing <laughs> yeah. uh shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on youtube Comment away, like the video, subscribe if you haven't. We're getting pretty damn close to 60,000 subs. That was the goal for All-Star Weekend. So let's do it well before that. Uh, Send in your questions and comments to nodunks at theathletic.com. You can also tweet them in at nodunksinc. This is a Monday pod, which means we have winners and losers of the NBA weekend. But we also had a wedgie. Our 25th of the season, it was the Hawks-Lakers game on Friday night, and it was Russell Westbrook. Sticking a very deep wedgie there on the three-point attempt, uh, Westbrook becoming the first player this season to give us two wedgies. Nice in the air, yeah. That's uh, Russ's second, and we're at 25, halfway there, Tass, to that magical number 50. Yeah,
4: and on pace for 52. Even though we're basically at the midway point of the season, because we count the playoffs.
2: Tremendous. Right, right. Yeah, right, right. so it
4: makes sense. We get two in the playoffs, where there's okay. about 80
2: games. Brilliant. Okay. Good work. Awesome. Awesome stuff there to uh, get a wedgie you there from Russ. Okay, let's get into the winners of the NBA weekend. I feel like we have lots to tackle yeah. here. So,
4: task, get us started. Where are you going? Well, speaking of twos, uh, the number two seed in the East, the Brooklyn Nets, they got two grinded out type wins. Yeah, the Nets are winning games like that right now. And one piece of potential bad news that we'll get to in a sec, but Friday in New Orleans, Brooklyn grinded one out against the Pelicans where Durant and Kyrie shot a combined 33%. So you'd think, a Nets win in a game like that? Well, they do share the ball enough. Royce O'Neal hit four threes. T.J. Warren, that sneaky signing, 15 off the bench. But still, just four guys in double figures. How did they win? Well, Ben Simmons is playing great defense. He did a good job against C.J. McCollum in the fourth. One of his uh, three steals late and a block on C.J. McCollum. And also... Big Nick Claxton, he is coming through two of his five blocks in the fourth. So Durant, Kyrie, O'Neal, Claxton, and Simmons, to me, doesn't sound like an elite defense, but they're doing great. They know their role. Since Kyrie came back from his team-imposed suspension 24 games ago, the fifth-best defensive rating in the National Basketball Association. Wow, that's not bad. Yeah, so hop to Sunday, Brooklyn play in Miami. This was a good one. It was fun. It was it had that playoff vibe mm-hmm. to it. It was a tough, gritty game, and it wasn't just because the Heat were wearing their 35th anniversary jerseys going way back with the throwbacks to, the, you know, Lonzo was wearing those. Anyway, it was a grinding out game. Third quarter, because it's a playoff type game, Kyle Lowry, of course, slides under Kevin Durant, takes a charge. Durant goes down, holds the knee for a bit, stays in, plays through it. Then late in the third quarter, Has to hold his knee again. When Jimmy Butler goes into the lane, Ben Simmons blocks him. Ben playing great defense. Butler goes to the floor, kind of rolls into uh, Kevin Durant's leg, Mm -hmm. and he tried to fight through it again, uh, but he took himself out of the game. There will be an MRI back in New York today on that right knee, and it looks... And feels terrible because Kevin Durant was injured last year on a similar play where his teammate, uh, Bruce Brown, rolled into his other knee where he had that uh, sprained knee. And their season kind of, you know, spiraled out of control from there. But we still don't know what's going on with Kevin Durant. So, you know, hopefully things will be all right. And the Heat should have won that game going into the fourth quarter without Durant. They're healthy. But... uh, They play some ugly basketball. They only had 19 points in the fourth quarter, and still they're up one late, even after some ugly possessions. They miss a shot. Kyrie Irving comes down the other way. 15 seconds left again. They're down one, so they can go into the lane and do what they want. He pulls up six feet behind the line. Way deep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, going for it with 10 seconds left, and it works out well because Royce O'Neal rebounds, just dumps it back in. That's the game winner. He actually did that back on November 27th against the Blazers, and that win... Exact same thing. Second putback buzzer beater. That win kicked off an 18-2 and two stretch for the Nets. That They're in the mid-stuff right mm-hmm. here. The greatest 20-game stretch in franchise history. And uh, Royce O'Neal went vertical on the other end to stop Jimmy
2: Butler's attempt. Ooh. Did he? Some cannot contact. Yeah, yeah, that sure. was a foul. Uh, really? I, Jimmy, I, I Jimmy, thought it was okay. Jimmy uh, said after the game, no, you can't call that classic Jimmy move. <laughs> it's like, no, I should have scored it. Yep. Do- definitely lots in. of contact. There was. There
4: was. yeah. It was a big bump. Yeah. Uh, but I thought he went pretty vertical. Anyway. Three blocks for Royce O'Neal in this game. He, he fought it out. But just Nets overall, since Kyrie returned 24 games ago, best record in the league, first offensive rating, first in offensive rating, I should say, second in net rating, fifth in defensive rating, as I said, 20 wins, four losses. And I think they can still get better, and they can probably get a backup big to back up Nick Claxton because he's playing really well, but they don't have one. Simmons is often playing backup big, and Claxton is young, even though he's coming along. You might want to get it back a backup big. Simmons can still approve offensively. So, man, Yeah, but this Shocking.
2: This all goes poof if we find out the worst news with uh, Kevin Durant's knee. And hopefully not. Agreed. Right? We yep. just wait and see here. I don't know if we find out today or tomorrow the extent of that injury. Misses a little bit of time, misses no time, or misses significant time. Because uh, this guy, obviously, with the legs before and, and having sort of two instances in this game where you could uh, hurt something. Hopefully not, though. Because uh, they look real good right now.
3: They look great, uh, but that looked bad. <laughs> Definitely yep. bad the way Jimmy rolled up on his leg from behind. I think that happened to Durant in like, the 2018 season as well, right? Something along those lines. He missed the last chunk of the season for the Warriors way back when. Yeah, it
4: happened last year when uh, Bruce Brown rolled into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it happened and, to um,
3: LeBron with Solomon Hill not too long ago. Things have been different for the Lakers ever since. That's the biggest news for the Nets right now is what's going to be the deal with Kevin Durant's leg. Because he holds everything together, I don't Kyrie's been awesome since he's come back from suspension, but if he's the only guy out there, it's a different impact than oh, when yeah. Kevin Durant is the guy out there, yeah. so I'm fine with them being winners of the weekend for now until we get news about that Kevin Durant injury, because that is the huge question. But what a play by Utah Watanabe to even keep that ball alive that Royce O'Neal yeah. was able to dink and dump back in there. So a couple of nice Recoveries there uh, by the Nets, especially after KD goes down with the injury to bounce back and win the fourth quarter and just keep making plays down the stretch uh, to get the dub. Yeah, it's a different team.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> also, uh, crazy just stat caught me by surprise. You know, you said this run they're on where they go 18-2 and two here over their last 20, the Nets did. Uh, this is from Statitudes. They have the best record in NBA history now through 40 games, the Nets do, among teams who were below five hundred in their first 20 games of the year. So... That run there where they go on this 182 run over the last 20, mm. have got them to 27 and 13 here after 40 games and that's better than the Spurs back in 1993 who started slowly and then went on a huge run and the Bucks in uh, 2000 2001, same thing where they started slowly were under 520 games in and then just mm. that part of the season went on a massive run. So
3: the championship
4: So we were right to not believe in them because it's a, a unique situation I think. I don't know why I want to pat myself on the back, but I'm saying they came along late. You know in a season really is it, to come along to to be this good in their second 20
2: well
3: they've played a lot of games. bad teams yeah they've beaten mostly under 500 teams that's why this win against the heat is really good because it right. improves their record against 500 teams but to have a home court advantage series you got to beat the bad teams take a look at the bulls they've been beating good teams this year and losing to the bad teams and that's why they're down in the ninth seed yep Uh, We'll get to them in a second, but you, Trey, have another winner of the weekend. Let's do it. Lakers also winner of the weekend. They beat the Hawks and the Kings this weekend. They're now on a five-game win streak. LeBron was awesome, as usual, in both of these. Against the Hawks, he went for 25 points, seven rebounds, and ten assists. Against the Kings, the King went for 37, eight rebounds, and seven assists. You could say he's on a LeBron-esque run right now. (laughs) We'll talk a little bit more about him in a minute, because to me, the unsung hero of the Lakers' surge, Thomas Bryant. Mm. Thomas Bryant has been balling. 19 points, 13 rebounds against the Hawks. 29 points, 14 rebounds against the Kings. He's got good size. He's got good athleticism. He looks pretty healthy, and he's playing with incredible activity. Since he moved into the starting lineup when Anthony Davis went down, 17 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, 67% from the field. Basically, him and Dennis Schroeder have kind of saved the season for the Lakers right now being able to step up and produce with uh, Anthony Davis going down when he was playing at an MVP-like level. Lakers are now a half game back of the 10th seed, only a game back of the 6th seed, and three games back from hosting a playoff series (laughs) in the 4th seed because the middle of the West has been absolutely brutal. Uh, We did get some minor LeBron drama over the weekend. The Athletic Sam Amick reported on an off-the-cuff convo (laughs) with LeBron after the Kings win. The biggest part... Sam says, the idea that a team would hold on to some picks and wait for next year. To which LeBron responds, well, if you guys know, then you guys know. You guys know. I don't need to talk about it. You guys know. Right. (laughs) Right. But if you stay quiet, Sam says, then time's going to keep marching on. No. LeBron says, listen, you guys know. It's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. Then at the end, a brief pause as LeBron walks away in one final, unmistakable comment that was shouted from nearly 20 feet away. (laughs) Y'all know what the F should be happening? I don't need to talk. Got a lot of retweets. Got a lot of buzz, (laughs) including a quote tweet from LeBron himself who said, Hey, Sam, actually, my patience isn't waning. You make it sound like I'm frustrated when I'm really not. I told you over and over my job is focused on the guys in the locker room. My job isn't the roster. That's the reality of that conversation. And I said what I said with the utmost respect and calmness because that's the mood I'm in. You're welcome. Five-game winning streak.
4: Damn. Politician playing both sides. Politician
3: playing both yeah. sides. At the very latest, this is a LeBron showcase. He is dominating when he is on the court. Showing Rob Polinka this team can win games. We're winning games with me, Thomas Bryant, and Dennis Schroeder right. as our big three. Imagine what would happen if you trade this pick a 1,000 years in the future. So, even if LeBron is still having patience because the team is actually able to win some games right now. Even if he's not trying to put pressure on the front office, this is putting pressure on the front office. Yeah, and absolutely. they're gonna yeah. have to make a move. Yeah,
2: I don't think LeBron wants to hurt any of his teammates' feelings, but he doesn't give a shit about the feelings of the 27 and 29 first-round picks. I'll tell you that. Who <laughs> some cares? 12-year-old. Yeah, exactly. What if it's uh,
4: Bryce James? Oh, yes, that's true. Wow, that would be that would be wild. Uh,
2: but yeah, I mean, that that report there from Amick and then him following it up, It's he's just saying this isn't rocket Science, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm still LeBron James. We have AD. We are winning games. You know, I am not getting any younger. And if you want to actually compete for a title, I believe I can still get us there. So go get some more reinforcements with those picks, right? Absolutely. That's what I read into it. Yeah, yeah.
4: for sure. We're the winners of the weekend because we're gonna have a trade to talk about. I I think that's it's undeniable. At some point here, in the next four and a half weeks, we're counting down the days. There's gonna be a trade. LeBron's a winner because he's leveraging his power. Now the Lakers might be a loser because they give up a twenty seventh first round pick or 29th first round pick. But I, I think what we're going towards is them getting a, a secondary type part. They're not going to get a third star, and that's fine. You don't really need a third star with LeBron and Anthony Davis. But I, I think whether it's a, you know a Bogdanovich, right? That that's probably the the top end. You know whether it's a Buddy heel, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. But we're in a good spot. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Brian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Brian. And 422 uh, points away. Uh, it's, oh yeah. It's almost getting. It's almost getting closer. You can just. You can feel it. Uh, you can. You can basically. You know, Has you anyone do the mapped
2: math. it out? Where? When is it happening? I know you're still convinced uh, it's going down in MSG he's he's in, chance, in
3: February. Though. Is that
4: right? Outside chance. That's how so it's. He's got to put up some points to get that. He's got to
3: score like he's been scoring for the past month yeah. to get there. Yeah,
4: okay. and not miss a game.
3: Or if he misses a game, just score sixty in the night. <laughs> <laughs> true, it's true. What
2: did you think about the ending of that Sacramento Kings Los Angeles Lakers game, where uh, you know, similar to the uh, Heat Nets game with Jimmy Butler uh, not getting the call there, uh, Fox the opposite happening with him. He thought it was ridiculous that he got called for the foul there on uh, I believe it was Schroeder driving in the rim a little, a little contact uh, around the hip area.
3: I guess. What's the meme uh, <laughs> inside of all of us? There are two wolves. Inside of De'Aaron, there are two foxes because he says the players should decide the game out there, but it was a different tune when the Grizz, or when the when the Kings were not winning because the refs were missing calls. Eh. So then they wanted the refs to decide the game. So you know. <laughs> it wasn't a well yeah. officiated game, because no, it, it was all not.
2: over the map. I will agree with that. But okay. Any thoughts on that one? Can't call it. I don't think. The one that Fox got yeah. called on. You thought that was very light. It yes. was light. It was. It was, it was light. It's just a tough time. I,
4: I don't like changing the rules in the last seconds, but you got to change the rules in the last seconds.
2: <laughs> All right, so the Nets and Lakers uh, winners of the weekend, according to these guys. Uh, I would like to give a winner of the weekend to something I'm calling Young Magic. All right? Okay. And I don't, I'm not talking about um, Irvin Johnson back at Michigan State. I'm not talking about a game-winning touchdown drive from Steve Young. I'm not even talking about uh, Trey Kirby's 8-year-old daughter showing a little uh, card trick to me this weekend. <laughs> Blew my mind. She guessed my card. Seven of clubs. Still don't know how she did it. Uh, I am talking about showing a little love, winner of the weekend, to uh, the two young Magic players in Palo Carol and Franz Wagner because they got one really impressive win in Golden State. They beat the Warriors. Those guys combined for 49 points. They won 115-101 on Saturday night in the Bay. The Magic's first win on the Warriors home floor in more than 10 years. <laughs> so we're talking a decade since they've gone in there and got a victory. And it's really because of those two. And I know we've talked about, about teams that are sort of set up here for maybe quick turnaround next season or the season after. They're right there. They have the best rookie by far. He's winning rookie of the year. It's I mean, I almost think he could not play a single game from here on out, and Big Carroll would rightfully get it. Twenty one seven and four, he's averaging thirty three games. And then is Franz Wagner the best sophomore? In the NBA right now, when you compare, like, Cade injured, Scottie struggling, Jalen Green, a bit of a black hole. He's Who else? Shen guns has been good, but like, Giddy's been good. But, yeah, he is uh, – Franz is great. 20 uh, points per game, 4-3.5, and, three and a half, shooting 49% from the field, 35% from deep. That could still go up. I, I mean, so they got they got the best guy from the 2022 draft. They got the guy in his second year that's at least improved and maintained his uh, level in his rookie year the most or gotten better in Franz. Uh, that's a nice one, too. And Markel Fultz, in Saturday's game against the Warriors, solid. 16 points, 7 assists, 5 boards, and 6 steals. And uh, we have always talking about the Magic just need a need a guard.
4: One guard. Just
2: one guard. Run the, run the ship there. And uh, he played well, and he's played well recently. So, some love to the young Magic.
4: Yeah, it's nice to see Franz Wagner get increased opportunity because uh, his usage rate's gone way up. They're, they're giving him the ball more and definitely executing in that. Getting better. Uh, with that increased opportunity, I will throw Evan Mobley's name in there. Evan I mean, Evan, yeah. Mobley's been really solid. Solid. solid but, sure. you know, less usage because Donovan Mitchell came over. But Franz, no one really expected when he was drafted to be second best player, to, to be a 20-point-per-game guy, even though every team has a 20-point-per-game guy now. <laughs> or two, or three. Yeah. And uh, just being extremely efficient. He's been great. So, so good.
2: Task back to you. Who's another winner of the weekend?
4: Let's go to the Memphis Grizzlies. They've won six in a row kind of sneaky to me that they're tied for the western conference lead right now i know they've sort of been up there all season long but i think we kind of taken them for granted maybe because they're a 56 win team last year but they've had plenty of injuries they've battled through i think we talk about the nuggets injuries way more than desmond bain being out jaron jackson jr being out and to, to go on with the injuries john morant out versus the jazz on sunday they only had one game this weekend but the depth Won another game for them. They had a 43-point second quarter. Guys like Santi Aldama, who was starting all season long, then went back to the bench. Kennedy Chandler, third-string point guard jumping into the mix. Zaire Williams, who's been hurt. Uh, David Body roddy he's got a smooth game. And then Jaron Jackson Jr. was really the whole game. In depth, of course, but Jaron Jackson Jr. stepped in with five big blocks. That's what he does. He's leading the league in blocks, even though he doesn't qualify quite yet. He's obviously a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. He fouled out. First time he's fouled out all season long, and that's sort of been the uh, you know the rep around him, that he hasn't been able to stay on the court. But he does have the fewest amount of fouls in his career per game, three per game. Uh, but he wouldn't have fouled out if Stephen Adams was there. He was also out of the lineup, and that's why Stephen Adams plays a pretty important role. If Jaron Jackson Jr. is your center for the entire game, and I think you'd see a lot more of these fouling out type games, but... It's what you do in the NBA, you have a guy that could be your best center throughout the game, but you line him up at the four, and then later on, yeah, play him 15 minutes at the center spot, 20 minutes at the center spot. Uh, this guy was awesome 19 8, five blocks, three steals. His overall line he only plays 26 minutes per game, which is uh wild, but people are scared of him uh, when they come into a <laughs> yeah. the lane, they, they, they literally are, and people are. People don't like the Grizzlies, and that's why they're so fun. They're a confident bunch. They piss people off. Desmond Bain got into it with uh, Jordan Clarkson uh, late Clarkson in this game. Clarkson ready to
2: square up again.
4: It was great. See, Clarkson Clarkson gets the rep for being the fighter because he he threw up <laughs> the fist.
3: Uh, but that's the why the, he does it. Yeah, but doesn't actually fight anybody. Doesn't either. have to Just fight. Just the
4: fists. Yeah, <laughs> but him and Bain were getting into it. Going down the floor, yeah. Bain goes into the lane on an offensive possession, sprints out to go get the ball at the three-point line, grabs it, drives into the lane, and then on a pass, not, not even a shot, yeah. Jordan Clarkson, huge swipe. He swipes at him, yeah. Yeah, big part of his head. Uh, <laughs> gets a big part of his head. <laughs> Desmond Bain his head. is walking, starts walking towards him. I think he kind of wants
2: to put the fists up, but Clarkson, <laughs> Clarkson
4: gets all all the hype because he throws well, Jaron
2: Jackson Jr. came running in he to did. Uh, he did. You know, stand up for his guy, I guess. Yeah, yeah.
4: so fisticuffs go up for Clarkson. <laughs> like, he really wanted to go after he got ejected from the game. Still kind of wanted to go. It was the, hey, I'll meet you out back yeah. uh, in, in the in the hallways type thing. But the Grizzlies are confident, and they do get under people's skins. Yeah, and yeah. that's why they will be uh, fun in, in the— uh, in the playoffs, I know people say, "Oh, they haven't won anything; they shouldn't be talking." Right. But this is who they are. They're so confident. They love each other, and that's why they're fun. And again, kind of surprising to me that they're tied for yeah. first in the West. They have they have battled uh, a lot of injuries. Again, they're a fifty six win team last year. So, what's not surprising though be. is
2: when John Morant's out of the lineup, they can still win games because that was the case last year. Yeah, and that's true. This was like a perfect example of having the best backup point guard in the league, Tyus Jones. You slot him in; he plays thirty minutes plus. You know, takes care of the ball, scores twenty plus in this game. Hit a couple threes. I mean, he's just—he is so solid as a backup point guard. I keep saying it time and time and time again here on the show, but uh, man, he's good. So, yeah. But you shocked me there with them being right at the top there. Of, yeah, uh, it's the
3: surprising. Yeah, but they've been there. All Seventeen the and on. eight since Jaron Jackson Jr. came back, and the team as a whole is shooting thirty-three percent from three-point land. That's crazy. Wow. That's the nineties right there. They play defense. Uh, he's very Kevin Garnettish out there, the way he approaches the game and the way he's able to move alongside with perimeter players. And then they just get to the line, time and time again. Yeah. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. should be an All Star, and I think by the time we get to middle of February, he'll have played enough games that it won't be weird if he makes the yeah. All Star team. So That's fair for yeah. sure.
4: If they're up there, for sure.
2: All right, Trey, let's do it, baby. We made it the thumbnail. It's <laughs> about time. Your winner of the weekend, your second one here.
3: Hottest team in the league, Chicago Bulls. <laughs> couple more wins for the Bulls this weekend. They beat the Sixers on Friday. Unfortunately, no Joel Embiid, so he remains undefeated in his career uh, against Chicago. Guaranteed the Bulls would have still beat the Sixers if Embiid played because they were on fire. (laughs) Then they beat the Jazz on Saturday, Chicago did. 7-3 in their last 10. A couple of calls go the right way. Could easily be 9-1 in their last 10. The biggest reason for the turnaround, no doubt, is Zach Levine, who has been great uh, for basically since December 1st, but... Over the weekend against the Sixers, he went for 41 points, six assists, 11 for 13 from three. Wow. Money all night long, all night long. The Jazz. Uh, Levine went for 36.7 rebounds, five of 10 from three in his last 10 games. And uh, Levine is going for 28 points per game, four rebounds, four assists, shooting 53 from the field and 51 from three. His knee looks more sturdy. He looks more explosive. He's finishing over guys rather than around guys inside. But he's also playing a lot smarter. The win against the Sixers, one of the best games of his career. He started eight for eight from three in that one. But I was most impressed in the fourth quarter. He was passing, getting rid of the ball early, running around, and then getting a catch-and-shoot three-pointer off of it. You didn't see that kind of movement the ball moves and Levine moves from Zach at all early in this season, but multiple times when he would pass it, get it back, and hit a three. There's still rumblings about his fourth quarter role, but that was a perfect game mm-hmm. for uh Zach Levine on Friday. Vooch also playing really well. Bears got the number one pick in the NFL draft. Oh, wow. The Packers missed the playoffs. Oh. I saw even the Blackhawks went two and zero. They're one of the worst teams in the league, so oh. the wins are actually oh, bad really? for uh, them. They win a bunch but. of cups,
2: I thought. Yeah, I guess that was a while ago now. Yeah, it was, you, it was a while ago. You could have
4: lied and said they were the one seed. <laughs> we or, would have I
3: it. mean, two yeah. wins is nice. Yeah. Actually, I could have left it at that, but I think they have like ten wins all year yeah. <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Nonetheless, a great weekend for Chicago. Bulls are back.
2: There you hmm. go. Any thoughts on Levine and the Bulls uh, stringing together some wins here? That's three in a row, having beat the Nets, the Sixers, and the Jazz. Those are all three good teams. Yeah.
4: I like watching Zach Levine again. Uh, he's he's one of the funnest players to watch when he's going. Was it the call-out? Was it the, the call-out in the locker room that flipped the switch for him? Because it seemed like at midway through that Wolves game a few weeks back, late December, boom. Just changed, it almost seemed like. I mean, so. they,
3: they they had a team meeting <laughs> at halftime. Gave up a ton of points after halftime. Still, they gave up one hundred and fifty in that <laughs> oh, yeah. game. That was a bad one. Uh, but things have completely changed uh, since then. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's the conversations, and maybe it's just his knee is getting better now that he's played twenty something games. And people were ready to write off the entire contract three games into the season. Yeah, I saw a website put up that the Bulls were the most depressing team in the NBA. They're over five hundred since then. Pump the brakes. Pump those There breaks. they go.
2: Where are they now in the standings? Are ninth. Ninth, ninth. All right. All right. Uh, team meeting at halftime. That's just smart. Because you
3: don't even have to do it like... Uh, <laughs> Every team has a team meeting outside at Outside hours. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It's halftime. Yeah. Orange yeah. slices. Maybe they didn't give out orange slices. That's <laughs> the difference. Smart, smart.
2: All right. So the Bulls, uh, not a surprise. Winner of the weekend, are they back? Trey Kirby says, yes, they are. They're back in the play and That's for sure. Uh, I'd like to give one more winner of the weekend to the 2023 dunk contest. It's coming together and I think it's a decent start having now learned from Shams, our guy at The Athletic, that Trailblazers rookie Shaden Sharp and Rockets forward KJ Martin have agreed to participate in the dunk contest in Salt Lake City in in, uh, All-Star Weekend here coming up in a couple weeks. Not bad. I mean, Sharp, I told you guys, uh, I think in the preseason, he's my my pick to win it all. That guy has hot air balloon bouts. He just keeps sort of rising when you think a human should start coming back to the earth. He just keeps going. And then according to Kelly Eco of The Athletic, he said uh, uh, KJ Martin was disappointed about not participating in last year's slam dunk contests and that it was like the worst kept secret in the Rockets (laughs) locker room. So I guess he really wanted to go at it and gets in this year. And if you haven't seen him dunk, we've talked about him before. He's like, he might lead the league in highlights per minute when he's out there. He had three dunks alone in the Rockets loss uh, on Sunday, but... I would like to see him... I know it's like no one cares anymore, but I'd love to see him give it a go, the old free throw line dunk. I think he could do it so easily. He, like, just has that weird jumping ability. Obviously, he can get super, super high, but he can he just can jump from very far away and glide. So, uh, if he throws that down with his left-handed there uh, in a dunk contest, I would be excited. But not a bad start here. Not a bad start. Sharp, the rookie from the Blazers, and then uh, a guy that wants to go in it. I love that. you love to see that. So... Two more still to come, maybe, unless they're expanding this thing. I highly doubt it. We've had four for a long time now. Yeah, it's now, been four for a while. Yeah. Yeah. John Morant took to Twitter, too, and he said uh, he wants Jericho Sims in it as well. <laughs> to, which, hops. to which everyone replied, said, Why don't how you about you? you? Yeah, yeah, Even yeah. NBA players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jericho Sims. Yeah. Any thoughts Dumb. on uh, Sharp and uh, K.J. Martin at least getting us started here for our field of four?
4: Excited? but uh, you know, I'm a little hesitant about it. Yeah. I, I don't want to get too excited because I, you could be let down. It doesn't matter what they do in the regular season, dude. They bring it on that night. These guys have the confidence, and that's what primarily it's about. But we saw what KJ Martin's teammate did to us last year, Jalen Green, what he did to us, stabbed us in the heart. <laughs> thought true. he thought it's he true. had it. Uh, thought he had it, and I'm sure he had a great plan. Just in, which just wasn't executed. Yep, yep. So we'll see. We'll see. Not not ready to get ridiculously did, excited. Uh,
2: KJ Martin's did Kenyon. He went in a dunk on. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. He did? I think so. I think he uh, went Maybe Maybe
4: I had envisioned Joss Smith jumping over Kenyon. Oh, Man.
3: that's right. <laughs> so
4: that's why I thought he was in a dunk contest, but maybe I'm wrong.
2: I thought he was in
3: one. He
4: sat but... in a chair once, that's <laughs> for sure. He
3: sat in a chair. <laughs> did he go
2: in one? No. I don't think so. Oh, wow. that is uh, That surprised me. Um, KJ Martin though had uh, he had a dunk like his dad last night. I don't know if you saw the one he threw down two handed. And he and he rattled the rim like pops. Did he
3: slap the backboard? He didn't.
2: He didn't do that on the uh, on the dismount, buddy. Gave it a nice, mm. you know, a couple a couple mm-hmm. good rocks there uh-huh. on the rim. So yeah, I, I'm excited for these two guys to be in it, and we'll for see sure. if we. Yeah, let's get John Moran in it. Come on, <laughs> man. Oh, ain't happening.
4: Jericho Sims too big. I think.
2: Yeah, I, I don't. He's six ten. It's huge. Yeah.
4: I mean, he could dunk, <laughs> but.
2: You don't like you don't like the big guys. Well, uh, you know. They had
4: Obi Toppin last year. We're gonna bring back all the same same teams. (laughs) (laughs) We got two same rocket.
3: (laughs) Hold on, a magic guy. Was Simons in it last year? Was that two years ago? Simons uh, won it two years ago. Oh, two years ago. Uh, Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last year. year,
4: Jalen Green, Obi Toppin. Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony, nice. Who was the fourth? Juan Toscano-Anderson? Juan Toscano-Anderson. Oh, Got G- to the final. Yeah, nice yeah sure. Get
3: Kaminga in here. Okay. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, my, my tips are, first and foremost, make your dunks. Good good tip. <laughs> Do a dunk that you know you're going to make it, second time at worst. Anything yeah. else that's too risky, don't even try it. Number two, no props. No props. Okay. Boots, what about- bad last year. <laughs> necklace, bad last year. Oh, yeah, Just yeah. go out there and dunk it and make it. Yeah. That's all we ask. All right. What about jumping over people? Nope. Yeah, you don't. that's a prop to you? I guess, that's a prop, prop to me. <laughs> I, prop? I mean, we've seen every form of jumping over people. And, of course, my third tip, which is a tip every single year, do a 720. <laughs> what are we, so what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? Somebody can do it. <laughs> we got to find that person and put him in the dunk
2: contest. All right. All right. If you can do a 720, you're in the dunk contest. Simple as that. All
3: right. Well, let's hear from you guys in the
2: stream team. Are you excited at all about uh Sharp and KJ Martin committing to the dunk contest? Who else do you want to see in it? Uh let us know there in the stream team right now. We're going to take our first break when we come back, losers of the NBA weekend.
1: This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
2: All right, we've done winners of the NBA weekend. Let's do losers. I feel like we have a very fun batch here, though, to tackle on today's show. Task, get us started.
4: I'll start with the non-fun ones. Uh, the okay. Suns and Clippers, it's the definition of losers. They've got two very long losing streaks. Both have lost six in a row. We'll start with the Suns. They were the number one seed for 21 days this season. It seems like a long time ago. Uh, Now they're in danger of dropping out of the play-in picture. They're below 500 for the first time this year. They lost to the Heat and the Cavs this weekend. They're just so reliant on Devin Booker, who is out with an injury. MVP, Devin Booker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it started their six-game slide. They were getting some production off the bench when he went out. Remember, Shamit stepped in. That was their first loss. But since... They got one Dwayne Washington performance off the bench, but they're just not getting enough. You look on the other side of the floor in that heat game on Friday, Victor Oladipo looked real good off the bench, scoring 26 points for them. It's not enough points. They're grinding. They're fighting, but the Suns just don't have. Then Sunday versus the Cavs, this one without Chris Paul as well as Booker. They only scored 19 in the fourth quarter against the Cavs, who pulled away. It was a close one going into the fourth. It's just too tight. They haven't scored 100 points in four straight games. Yeah.
2: And only scored wow. 104 against the Raptors and 102 against the Wizards, so not much more over that. Over right. the last six here, they can barely score.
4: Speaking of the Raptors, if you're thinking about OG Ananobi as your number one option, just look at Mikel Bridges of the Phoenix Suns. It's like that. I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm trying to bring the price down for the Raptors. No, I shouldn't be doing <laughs> that. I should be saying yeah, that he is worth 40 draft picks, but... I don't know why I'm bringing O.G. Ananobi into this, but hey, it's 31 days from the trade deadline. I'm just excited. Anyways, (laughs) the second team, the Clippers, also losing. They lost to the Wolves and the Hawks this weekend. They're back to 500 after losing six straight. The Wolves on Friday, second night of a back-to-back. They're in Denver. That blowout on TNT on Thursday night. Yuck. They fly uh, into Minnesota. No Kawhi, no Paul George. Yuck. No chance. Uh, Rudy Gobert almost went end-to-end in that game. (laughs) see that that clip where he was so upset with himself that he missed uh, on an and-one opportunity going end-to-end, put his head into the stanchion. They had no hope in that game, so they lose that one. Sunday, back home against the Hawks. Much better effort. It was a a better loss. Let's call it that. They fought back from 17 down. They led in the fourth. uh, But it was ugly to close the game, missing shots. turning it over. Kawhi did have 29. It's sort of a moral victory, um, but uh, the Clippers definitely have to get their stuff together here as we enter the second half of the season. Quai's gotta play. They gotta get a flow going. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's that's undoubtedly their their problem. They have no flow. Um tiny note from this one, Nate McMillan, Hawks head coach, seven hundred and fiftieth head win or win as
2: a head coach. It's a big number. It's like a fourth active coach to do it, I think. That's good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like not a lot that's of them. Lot of must be pop, spolster and Kerr, I'd imagine. Maybe it's Kirk. Is Kirk there? Yeah, yeah. Kirk can't have that many. You're right. No. I don't know. Pop's Num- bolster and somebody else. Carlisle's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. Carlisle. yeah. Carlisle.
4: Carlisle's got to be Carl. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they lose there. And Trey, I know you wanted to talk about. Zub. Uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, we got to see this clip.
4: On the Clippers. Iviza Zubots.
3: Iviza <laughs> Zubots. <laughs> Getting trapped in a dance circle. You know, it's happened to all of us. are yeah. just hanging out and suddenly, <laughs> you're like, oh, 50 to 20 cheerleaders <laughs> are doing an entire routine where you're just trying to get a jump ball. <laughs> uh, but I don't know, I guess. Why is he out there so early? Why is he out there so early? <laughs> you can see all of the Timberwolves still yeah. giving their high fives yeah. down at the bottom. I guess Zubats are just fired up let's, to get going. Go. I mean, he always brings it in the first quarter, but... Changes are afoot with the Clippers right now. Terrence Mann getting a couple of starts over the weekend. Reggie Jackson going to the bench. We will see if that actually changes thing up things up for the Clippers because it didn't. They blew a massive lead against the Hawks there, uh, to lose that one. So bad stuff for LA. It's almost like you gotta have your guys playing consistently yeah, to build consistency. It helps. <laughs> I, I think it was like a week
2: ago we were here on the podcast, like uh trying to like figure out Um, title contenders, legitimate title contenders, or at least teams that could sort of like go through a conference finals and like be one away from making the finals. Are the Clippers and Suns like off your board if they were even there last week? I mean, that's sort of where I'm at with both of these teams. Like they're good. They're fine teams when they're completely healthy. I mean, Booker's got to play for the Suns. Obviously you want your two guys with the Clippers, but like I'm not convinced that they can go through all these other good teams to make a conference finals or a finals.
4: I don't think it's too late. We saw what the Celtics did last year. It was around now where they turned it around midway through the season. It's just the West is still pretty open. Okay. It's, it's still okay. open. I'm not convinced. Right, right, I, right. I wouldn't right. pick either of them. But if Devin Booker is back, everything sort of falls into place for the Suns. He's got to be monstrous, though. Uh, he's got to be a their go-to guy. And then, it's not, you're right, a multiple series on the road, well, that's that's a right. tall Good task. Point. But they could still jump up in the standings. It is still pretty tight. Oh, it's
3: tight. It's very, very tight. Uh, all right what who you got for uh, another loser of the weekend? I've gotten an inanimate object as a loser of the weekend. <laughs> all right, now the fun begins. <laughs> yeah. The Nuggets rim, what a loser! Yeah, Just a loser of the sucks. weekend. The Nuggets are honestly incredible on the court, especially in Denver. They mopped the Cavs on Friday to move to 16 and three at home. But maybe the reason they're 16 and three at home is because they got a crooked rim all the time. This happened again. Uh, we had a what, 45 minute delay. Early last week, this was a much quicker one. Only 10 minutes, this Nuggets rim problem. The Nuggets apparently thought it was fine, but the Cavs thought it was tilted. And the Cavs went 5 for 10 from the free throw line in the third quarter. (laughs) I don't know. Some really funny vibes kind of stuff happening around this. Nikola Jokic was running sprints. Michael Malone was pissed that this was happening again, again probably because his team was rolling at yep. this point he's like uh-oh this will give him a chance to get back in the game it didn't really but uh probably the best scene from this is jamal murray just sitting in the stands taking selfies with nuggets fans i think it was christian brown was playing like uh, paper rock scissors during the first delay not as much time to get a game in this time around but That'd be an awesome picture. I bet that got at least triple digit likes on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> Jamal through scissors. Good stuff. Uh, <laughs> 10 straight home wins for the Nuggets because their opponents have to shoot on crooked rims. For yeah, a half, wow. So. <laughs> they just
2: refuse to bring in a, an entirely new uh, stanchion and net.
3: Like, <laughs> like man, no, we can fix it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. You never want to throw out something that you spent so much money on, right? You're like, I can fix it. I can make it better. Sometimes it's just time. Mm. Take it down to the curb.
2: But I like that the uh the guys that work on fixing the rim they they were a lot uh, I felt like they had their shit together this time on on the second go around they're like definitely they were just like uh we we've done this before (laughs) we know the (laughs) we know the protocol we know the problem let's get to it so
4: guy was wearing wearing the same hat look like (laughs)
2: yeah why not it's his his rim hat yeah it's his rim fixing hat (laughs) uh all right I got a couple losers of the weekend uh the first is a team we got to talk about the Blazers here this is going under the radar I think they're struggling. Uh, two more road losses for Portland over the weekend. On Friday night, they failed to crack 100 points in Indiana. They lost 108 And then on Sunday afternoon, the Blazers, they had a season-worst 24 turnovers, leading to 29 points for the Raptors, who can, you know, use all of those points off turnovers that they can get. Because right. we know they're not the greatest half-court offensive team. Anyway, Blazers lost by 12. The Raptors actually had uh, a lot of their players playing well at the same time. Actually got some <laughs> bench contributions, which was shocking. Uh, the Blazers looked like the Raptors. I think they got one basket from their bench. One made one. field goal. Yeah, yep. brutal. So Portland's road-losing streak has reached seven games, and they've slipped all the way down to 10th in the Western Conference. They're 19-20, and 20, and the Lakers are half a game back. Uh, so, you know, again, they started really strong. I was getting on here going, I told you not to underestimate the Blazers. I told you, I knew something, and then, uh, boy, man, this is this is bad. But honestly, they can't take care of the ball. A lot of these losses for their past five games, they've lost that turnover battle, and it's they're averaging 16 turnovers per game. That's fifth worst in the league. I mean, only the Rockets, the Spurs, and then the Warriors, who are always pretty sloppy with the ball, and the uh, Wolves are worse at taking care of the basketball in terms of turnovers per game. They got to clean that up. Um, you know they got they got back into that game against the Raptors. It was Damian Lillard in the fourth there coming through, but they're nineteen and twenty. They can't win on the road they, now. I guess the one good thing is they go home. They play their next ten of eleven at home. But Josh Hart was like, it doesn't matter where we're playing. You still have to take care of the basketball. Just because we're gonna <laughs> be true. in Portland doesn't mean it's like an automatic win. They are nine and six there, so they obviously have a better record than their road record. But uh, yeah, just. Uh, not I was not happy about this team right now. <laughs> Portland's letting me down. Everybody's letting me down. The Raptors let me down. Blazers letting me down. It's brutal.
3: Six through 11 in the Western Conference all have 20 or 21 losses. Talk about a glut right there. I know the You Know Ball co- podcast calls them the great Midwest. Uh, because every team is mid- okay, That's but we- not that good. But it's really weird to look at the home and away splits for the entirety of the Western Conference. Denver and Memphis are both 10 and 10 uh, on the road. They're the only teams with 500 records on the road. Everybody else is under 500. So you want to be top four, I think, in the Western Conference this year.
2: Yeah. Was it World Wide Wob tweeting? And I was like, no way that's true. That only five teams in the West are above 500? That is nuts.
3: It's like everybody else is 500 or under. Five teams. Clippers and Warriors are at 500 right now, but everybody else under. Good Yeah. God. Okay. Uh, I'd like to give
2: also a loser of the weekend to the Pacers. But not for their play. Not for their play on the floor. In fact... They picked up two solid wins over the weekend. Could have gave them winners of the weekend. They beat the Blazers, as I said. They took care of the Hornets. Miles Turner playing like a young Jermaine O'Neal, Rick Carlisle said. That huge block on Plumdog at the end. That was massive. He was fired up. He had a great game, Miles Turner.
4: He must have watched our recent YouTube short, Rick Carlisle. (laughs) Yeah,
2: he had Jermaine Jermaine O'Neal on the brain. Uh, But no, the Pacers get loser the weekend because of their cheap-ass game ops. (laughs) I don't know if you guys saw this. They did the classic contest where uh, uh, someone comes out, has to try and hit a free throw, a three-pointer, and a half-court shot. You get 60 seconds on the clock. Not easy to do. I mean, you'd like to think most people can hit the free throw, but (laughs) an NBA three-pointer, it ain't. It's deep. (laughs) It ain't close. Uh, This guy, Nathaniel, had a good-looking shot, though. Oh, yeah. Nice-looking three-point shot. He missed a couple, missed a couple. Then he got it on his fourth attempt. Goes back to half. Bang! Knocks in the half-court shot. One attempt. Super clean. Not lucky at all. So you're thinking, all right, let well, this guy just win. 5K, 10K. I think uh, we saw a Thunder fan win 20K the other night for a half-court shot. This guy hit three shots. The Hoosier lottery gave him $500 in <laughs> a prize pack. Unless the prize pack was 10K, <laughs> uh, this was a bad, bad look here from uh, the Pacers and I guess the Hoosier lottery. $500? That's Embarrassing. No words. That's no man, words. come on. That's not even one shot from half court. Like no. we've, we've talked before. That guy made a lot of shots. He made a lot of shots in sixty <laughs> seconds. Like well done. It should be. What have we said? I thought we said five k minimum, minimum for a half court shot. Minimum should be more. It's a lottery. Five hundred dollars. It's <laughs> and, a lot and, Exactly. It's a lottery.
3: They got the money. They
2: got the money. Yeah. So. Got to give, I guess the Hoosier lottery really is the loser of the weekend. But I get the Pacers should match it or give them ten times more. I don't know. There's something going on here. That's a bad, bad look. 500 bucks.
3: I always thought the worst. I feel like sometimes um, in the past people have made a half-court shot and won a TV. Yeah. This is almost worse. Like. Yeah. Can't even buy a TV. (laughs) Yeah, you're going to have to kick in your own money (laughs) if you want a 65-incher. You should be able to pay at least one month rent after making a half-court shot. $500, people
2: were pointing out, like, this guy, he didn't even, like, leave the arena. I mean, if he went by himself, maybe, but if he brought a family or went with some buds, (laughs) I'm sure it's adding up after a couple beers, maybe a dog. I mean, he's spending $500, close to it. I don't know where he sat, but uh, if he's lower ball, he's getting close to it. If he's got anyone else with him, a date, buddies, family, he didn't even break even, and he hit a half-court shot and a three-pointer and a free throw. I think he made some money. Is, Why? Yeah,
4: he's in Indiana. You know, we said we 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 threw <laughs> we threw out the the average prices of tickets. Yeah, uh, a little while ago, and it was like hundred thirty, hundred forty for NBA nationwide. Which we said, okay, hundred thirty bucks times four, it's five hundred bucks. If you're taking a family,
2: yeah,
4: I think it's way lower. That's all I'm saying. Well, in Indiana, I know the
2: Pacers rank uh, probably near the bottom when it yeah. comes to attendance records, but still, still parking tasks, Hoosiers, the drinks the, bad. Losers the loser's lottery. Bad.
4: The losers. Brutal. <laughs> the it was weekend. so
2: bad that I, I retweeted that with like, what? Like $500? I thought it was a typo. Yeah. BetMGM responded to me, said, if we can find this guy, we'll throw him a free $500 bet. <laughs> Shout out to BetMGM. That's pretty slick. So, Nathaniel, if you're a fan of No Dunks, if you're watching and somebody knows them, holler at me on Twitter. We'll get you linked up with BetMGM. Yeah, we got to pick and pay off later on. There you go. Just make our picks. Yeah. You'll Crazy. win, maybe. Crazy stuff. All right. That's our winners and losers of the NBA weekend. Who did we miss? You tell us. Let us know in the stream team right now or tweet at us at no dunk or let us know in the YouTube comments. We've got to take one more break when we come back. Pick them results from Friday night and task with tweet of the night.
4: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover,
1: Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
2: Uh, Sam Yunono here in the stream team, JD, says, Looks like you should be carrying a 2x4 today. <laughs> you got a real rugged look to you. Yeah, maybe I might At do least a little work axe around axe the house after this. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Very outdoorsy.
4: Flannel for sure
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright pick'em results From Friday night uh, It was the Cavs Nuggets game Denver They were uh, favored by Six and a half At home Where they are Very very good Like Trey was Talking about And they got it done They covered So I got the win there I improved to Two and three Trey took his first Loss in January Tass another L For you Trey's four and one I'm two and three You're one and four What's tonight's game
4: Six game night Here on Monday Yanis de Tocumpo Going to New York City Ooh want to play the Knicks. Remember when he was a young lad before he got drafted? And The story is that him and his brother went to uh, New York for the draft, and they jumped up and down on beds in the hotel room because yeah, yeah, they were yeah, so excited. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna be jumping up and down after this performance. I think he's gonna take care of the New York Knicks. So does Trey. They've got a uh, they're a two and a half point favorite. So weird York line, City. man. Too small.
2: Yeah, that's why I took the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is Is he on his playing? Like, who's not playing for Milwaukee? I just thought this was a weird line, but. Knicks the Knicks are aren't bad. Yeah.
4: extremely yeah. solid these days. Yeah. They're playing well. They've won four in a row.
2: But you think we see something special.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's a lot putting on Giannis's shoulders. That's what the Bucks are doing these days. Yeah. Uh, but he can. He can do it. we right. against Mitch. Let's see what Mitch can do in the middle.
2: So I got a couple points to play with as the Knicks are the dogs. Right. Uh, you guys need Milwaukee to win by three or more. Good luck to everybody. Okay, let's get to Tweet of the Night.
4: Mm. Tweet of the Night. Wow! Twitter. All right, baby. I got a G League story for us and some Scoot news. Well, news for us, anyway. So I'll get to that a little bit later. Let's talk G League because I went down to watch the College Park Skyhawks. Hey! Yeah, the Hawks. (laughs) The Hawks affiliate. Yeah, I'm pointing at the camera. Never know what to do. I was asked to take a photo. Of course, I'm going to take a photo. Hey. Hey. Hey, I got my other finger ready to point, yeah. too. <laughs> I, I definitely, I, in one of the takes your right, Keith, I think I pointed both. I think. Oh, double, double point. I did a double point. You hey, look good, man. Oh, thanks. That's nice of you. Uh, yeah, so the uh, Skyhawks took on the Austin Spurs. I went with uh, the fam, mm-hmm. sit in courtside. First, we walked into the building. Saxophonist playing the national anthem. Loved every note. <laughs> wow. Uh, I was pretty happy with that. We take our seats courtside. Uh, the girls are uh, excited. Referees spot them, give us the ball pre-game. Oh wow! To handle, I was way more excited than they were. <laughs> I gotta be honest, but yeah, <laughs> looking at the ball, I'm very excited. They didn't seem to care all that much, okay. but anyway, uh, that was fun. Uh, I was in dad mode most of the game. When a uh, player looked like they were flying out of bounds, I jumped up jumped up was ready to absorb that blow swivel <laughs> out i got no problem yeah no problem taking a charge i probably would have <laughs> flown right into my daughter we both would yeah have. made it worse <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so many bodies all over the floor uh we had a great moment actually though three-point shooter was fouled right in front of us denzel mahoney wearing goggles for the austin spurs okay <laughs> and uh he was fouled and won so he got a little bit closer to us as he was fouled, took a step towards us. Then a teammate of his came over, chest bump, got even a little closer to us. One more chest bump, got really close. I had put put my hand up, touch that sweaty back, had no problem touching wow. that sweaty back. Still haven't washed this hand. Anyways, we're all good. Great story, great story. Uh, also, there was a uh, baseline, there was a drink on a seat, just sitting there. Okay. Ball goes out, hits the drink, Perfectly, it splashes up and hits Ryan Gomes, former NBA player. Ryan Gomes is there. Wow, he's wearing like a mint sweater. And uh, he's, he got splashed. There's literally liquids on him. Oh. Uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, anyway, <laughs> funny for us. There was liquid. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
2: there was liquids on him. Liquids on him. Ryan Gomes, who did he play for? I know he played the Celtics and Wolves. Anyone Wolves else? Maybe a Clipper.
3: He could have been a Clipper. Right. No
2: doubt. Those, wow. those three
4: teams for sure. He was traded. I looked it up. He was traded as part of oh, the KG. He played And
2: then he played five games for OKC. Otherwise, we nailed it. Boom. Impressive.
4: Did, did, a <laughs> little, heads. Yep. did a little work abroad. Ryan Gomes. Don't call me Ryan Gomez. Uh, so <laughs> as far as the game goes, Jared Culver was out there, number six okay. pick. Okay. Way back when. Langston Galloway.
2: Yep, our guy. Okay. was
4: the yeah third stringer for the Suns when they went to the finals, played forever. Chris Silva, who can, he blocked a, ha- a shot with two hands. He's got a rebound a little harder, but he blocked a shot with two hands. That's cool. Uh, Malik Ellison out there, Purvis Ellison's son. I like throwing the Suns out there. Really, it's fun. Yeah, I didn't know that. Was yeah. he nervous? <laughs>
3: no, sir. Never nervous, nervous. Uh, sit down.
4: Uh, what about my guy, Brandon Williams? Not playing. Ah, unfortunate. It was it was a close game All though, right. despite not having Brandon Williams, who uh, is their primary ball handler. Yeah, he handles good. the ball. I offense. think
2: he'll get another chance at the league.
4: Yeah, he was there last year. Still yeah. a young guy. He was with the Blazers last year. And Armani Brooks was there. Wow. She, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. There's a name she I took I us I into remember.
4: half court with a banked home three. It was very nice. Anyway, at halftime. Did I say half court? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what. But we knew it's it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you know what he, I mean. They meant.
2: gave him five hundred dollars. Was... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a
4: great halftime show. Actually, should pay these uh, these young cheerleaders. It was kids' day, so they were like twelve and thirteen year olds. Uh, yeah, Probably, sure. I'm sure. guessing how old they were. They were amazing. Actually, the music started at the wrong spot, where it started too early, oh. and some of the dancers started. And one of the dancers, because they didn't they didn't all start, one of the dancers said. No, don't wow. start. Don't start. <laughs> so they restarted the music. I saw the communication going Respect. on in the building. Are we going to, like, the the uh, yeah, the me, technicians, me, are we going to start me. this music again? Are we going to do it? Started it. They killed it.
2: Nice.
4: I don't know where what school they're from, but it's phenomenal. <laughs> anyway, uh, we each have gone and enjoyed a, a G League game. Yeah. Uh, it's been uh, really, really fun. And I was talking to Ben Hunt, our man, about... Uh, scoot henderson who's coming uh with the g league ignite for two games and we were talking about there was that that report out there that scoot henderson gonna be the number two pick had a ridiculous dunk this past week so athletic that he was gonna stop playing because he's definitely gonna be the number two yeah pick.
2: i shared that i was like oh man that sucks because I yeah. wanted to go see him here but i guess he's, that's... he's coming he's back baby. i know it's not true was yeah. a weird
4: report i don't know where that report was from no idea
2: speculation
4: <laughs> speculation <laughs> mm. uh, because he is gonna be the number two pick there's no doubt but he's ball he played yesterday um F- for the uh, G League Ignite, he's still playing, so we got to get up there early March. Double header here in uh, Double Header, uh, right. College That's Park. Right. Yeah,
2: we'll so. go scout him. We'll make sure that he should go as number two pick. <laughs> mm. We'll have I'm gonna boards make a for number one. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh-huh. It's a great game. Yeah. He can go up our power rankings. <laughs> Maybe number three if you have a battle. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So you had a blast. I had a blast. That right. was great. So we got to get on it. Got to get these tickets for the Scoot uh, versus the uh, Skyhawks. Uh, yeah,
4: source says they're going to be sold out. So, yeah, we got to get on it.
2: All right. Ben, <laughs> hey, Ben, can you help us yeah. out? <laughs> that's my source.
4: Yeah. We got we got one source. yeah, that's our source. Okay. Um, and that's not a faulty report. That's not, that's not speculation.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was <one's> legit. Yeah, <laughs> okay. they're going to be stacked. <laughs> okay. That was fun. Awesome. Uh, oh, hold on. I got a bit of an impromptu tweet of the night here. I saw a message from CJD here in the stream team who said, I got the prices right on in the background. Jared Jeffries is playing one of the pricing games. Whoa. <laughs> so I went on Twitter because somebody would notice that. And, yep, Mick Cialella found it right there. There's uh, Jared Jeffries uh, on Price is Right. That's Jared Jeffries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I honestly would have... He looks a little older and I'm, that, that makes on sense. on Team Showdown or something like that is what his shirt says. Cool. Uh, <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah. Good. That's just Jared Jeffries on The Price is Right. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. Speaking of... Uh, we the
2: only podcast to give you that <laughs> yeah, news yeah. today. I guarantee it. <laughs> it
4: definitely looks like. Uh, speaking of athletes on game shows, did you see uh, Pedro Martinez, a, a former baseball players on Family Feud? I know you love your Family Feud. I do feud. love my Feud, yeah. Uh, he was asked, name a word that rhymes with yummy.
2: Okay, tummy.
4: That was the number one answer. He, he got second chance. Gummy. He said, Miami.
2: <laughs> that's why I love the food, man. That's, 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 that's good. What did Steve do? Uh, what did he, Steve he do? He walked away. Yeah, yeah. A,
4: everybody, everybody lost it.
2: And somebody said. Somebody said. Good answer. Hey, it's good answer. It's good answer. Good he see. said, "Hey, Steve."
4: He didn't say this, but he said he could have said the way I say it. Yeah, my, my yummy. That's funny.
2: Oh man. No, it rhymes.
4: <laughs> doesn't rhyme. Ah, uh, good one. That what was else great.
3: was
2: there?
4: That's it. That's where the clip ended, Skeet. I'm Is not going Is there a bummy? Dummy. Maybe? Scummy. Ooh,
3: dummy's a good Dummy. one. Dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. A I, time. I, yeah, scummy. And then I couldn't even get an, another one else when I was briefly thinking about <laughs>
3: it. <laughs> Mummy. Mm. Oh, good one. <laughs> Damn, you're good, man. Uh, I was having a conversation about mummies yesterday. Oh, interesting. You're talking to the uh, Nick Cage, or...
2: <laughs> or is that The Rock? Hold on, what, what
3: movie am I talking? Uh, about? I was talking to Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> god! but he was gonna bring it back. The rock, the rock is in that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Why did I think? Isn't Nick he the Cage? Scorpion King? Scorpion King. Yeah, yeah. I think he's in uh, maybe the Mummy too. Amazing. I guess I'm having a mummy conversation today, too. <laughs> yeah. uh,
2: I do have one more
3: tweet, and I think it was... Wow, a oh, there we the go. I, with you. I, love, I
2: love the breakdown, but we just got to get this in because uh, Casey Holda, who uh, works for the Blazers, was at the Raptors game yesterday. You know, Like I said, they're like on this losing streak on the road. He tweeted, Casey did, some fans, again, he's in Toronto, some fans in a sweep behind press row who have been drunken morons the entire game just threw up on my laptop oh. if you wanna know how this trip is gone. That's wow. unbelievable. Wow, that's on the laptop, that's Puke bad. On the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> You're just trying to work, covering the game and a Dumb drunk raps fan there in <laughs> Toronto had a little too much to drink on a Sunday afternoon. Probably went oh. too hard on a Saturday night, if we're being honest.
4: Mm. Wow,
3: late puker. Yeah, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: right, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, Sorry, over Casey. a barrier or something.
2: Well, like, yeah, I guess they're at the. Yeah, I don't know. They're <laughs> at the back there. The suites behind them. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. But Couldn't why? Why? If oh. you're puking, why are you going? If I had to puke in a suite, I don't think I would run up to the to, <laughs> to the, the opening. Edge of it. Yeah, <laughs> like there are bathrooms in those things, and there's sinks, and there's corners. Like, go puke in the corner. There's corners. <laughs> Grab the corners. corners. Not, not over the edge. Not nope. over the we edge. Were,
4: we were asked. We went to a suite this summer. Yeah. Oh, hey, Ashwa. Uh- <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's up, Ashwa? Ashwa? in the background, learning from JD here. Uh, and we were asked specifically not to puke in the suite. Remember that? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah.
4: He really? said, please don't throw up. Our, our host, Seb. Shout out to <laughs> Seb. Whatever you do, don't throw up. So maybe this
3: guy got the same instructions.
4: Oh. And, and he didn't
3: throw it the anything.
4: He followed instructions. Yeah.
3: Well, not on the carpet, please. Oh, oh. It's hard to clean up. All right.
4: I do appreciate Casey not tweeting a photo of the puke. Great
3: yeah, fall. thank you.
4: Yes. I don't appreciate a lot of things on Twitter, well, but I appreciate it. not seeing puke. I'd like to see it. Yeah, you, like, yeah,
2: I I had I'd love to know how much. Yeah, did what else did it get on? <laughs> yeah, how much? I mean, What's was it volume? open?
1: Was the it must have been open? I would assume so. Did it, did it get on, like on was other in people? The keys? Is it? Yeah,
2: yeah I I, I yeah. can see a photo. Yeah, is the
4: laptop still alive?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. I guess so. Oh. All right, let's call it there, guys. (laughs) That was a Monday episode of No Dunks, the winners and losers of the NBA weekend, a little barf talk at the end. (laughs) Subscribe if you haven't already. Let's get to 60K. Hit that like button, too, if you're watching here, part of the stream team. Thank you for joining us. We got something coming a little later today, a little bonus fun for all you YouTube subscribers. So uh, make sure you subscribe so you get alerted when that goes up otherwise we'll be back tomorrow we got a fun week planned here in no dunks we'll see you then clipper bros
3: you heard it here first have a great time turn up love you guys awesome
4: uh thanks for joining us and remember why not throw it back an old quote since we're talking about barfing and we often use that this term in uh, no dunks land laughing plus barfing equals larfing
2: <laughs> brace the day people